Hey, are you signed up as a fan yet? Make sure you head over right now before you start this episode to realestatepodcastshow.com backslash fans so that you can be part of all the awesome behind the scenes stuff that happens with the podcast. Not just the stuff you hear, but actually finding out who is listening to podcasts for me is so much more important. I love hearing the stories behind you guys. So make sure you sign up so that you can take part in all the amazing events. The contests are going to be spectacular. I've got these incredible, incredible things happening. Travel, music, food, all the good stuff. Realestatepodcastshow.com backslash fans and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review when you can. I really appreciate that too. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Paul here from Real Estate Podcast Show. Today's I'm doing one of my special series uh, and today it's the smallbiz.communitypodcastshow.com series uh, where I get to meet the most incredible small business owners uh, across the uh, across the city, across the province, whoever wants to sort of, you know, join me for a discussion. Uh, and I'm very, very privileged today. I've been uh, trying to get this one set up for a while, but I've uh, got the privilege of uh, meeting with one of the um, to, to me, one of the, the, the local legends of the Danforth, uh, a company that's uh, a business that's been here for a very long time. Uh, and I want to introduce you to Enza, and she's going to tell you a little bit about uh, her cafe and uh, a little bit about what, uh, what they do. So welcome to the podcast, Enza. Thanks for having me. And thanks Thank for you. putting up with me with the rescheduling. <laughs> uh, you know what, if we, if we go into behind the scenes of podcasts and, and life, uh, all the great ones take sometimes, you know, a bunch of takes, you know, like, like Thank a you. movie take. So yeah. you're, you're, you're on the stage now and, and glad to have you. Thank you. Yeah. So the sidewalk cafe. Um... Yeah. So just a little quick uh, two minute uh, description for people who've never heard. Cause I, cause I always assume no one's ever heard about me or what I do. So I, I always have to reintroduce myself. So you kind of have to do the same. So yeah, no, go right uh, ahead. If, if, if this, if this uh, pandemic has uh, taught us anything, it's that, uh, you know, if I could put this on a t-shirt and sell it, uh, we'd be, I'd be really rich. I'd probably be able to retire. How many people say, <laughs> I can't believe I've never been in here. I've lived on the Danforth for like 10 years, 15 years, three years, whatever. Yep. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. Better late than never. You're not the first one. You're definitely not going to be the last. So, um, we've been around for 51 years. Um, 51. the T wow. and the M okay. in the sidewalk cafe, um, is for Tony and Mary, my my mom and dad. I didn't uh, know that. I, I've been here for only 20 something years and I never knew that. So yeah. that's it, Tony and Mary. Okay, great to know. Tony and Mary, they started it. Uh, my dad uh, actually worked at the cafe. It was called Barzula. And uh, they, uh, they were the owners of Barzula were really ahead of their time. They had their first location built um, college area, you know, little Italy there. And uh, all of the decor was shipped in from Venezuela and from Italy. And uh, Barzula are like one of the largest global coffee roasters. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and uh, my dad was hired to manage the cafe and, uh, and take over all of the operations for coffee roasting. 
And uh, then uh, at that point in the 70s, they had recognized that there was a massive uh, Italian population uh, along the Danforth. <clears throat> and uh, they, uh, they opened up a Barzula and uh, asked my dad if he wanted to uh, uh, run the cafe and, uh, and build it and build co you know, coffee sales um, along the east end of the city. Hmm. So he, he did that and uh, from 69, to 71, it was called to seven, yeah, 71, 70, it was called Barzula. Um, and uh, he lived in the East End at that point. He moved from the West End to the East End. And then my mother and her uh, parents and uh, brothers immigrated from Sicily and moved upstairs, uh, the apartment upstairs uh, where the cafe is. And uh, my parent, my grandparents, my grandfather actually was very, very strict, wasn't, didn't allow my mother to talk to any of the boys. And uh, they fell in love just by talking to each other through the window. Um, and uh, my dad would kind of just talk to her on his breaks and wave. My dad was a good looking man. My mother, great looking, stunning woman, still mm -hmm. is. And uh, they eloped. They eloped and uh, two years later, they bought the cafe and uh, changed the name to Tony to T and M Sidewalk Cafe. Uh, had three daughters. Um, we it didn't happen right away. They didn't buy the building right away. Uh, they we lived in Scarborough. We lived a couple of spots along the Danforth, and um, then bought the building and raised three girls. I would say upstairs, but. I don't think we were raised upstairs. We were raised in the cafe. Uh, that point, like I said, it was predominantly an Italian neighborhood. There, the 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 elementary school, which is now the Mosaic, was Saint Aloysius School. So tons of kids. All of their parents would come to the cafe. Moms and dads. Uh, nice, we nice. had a great swing set in the back, and so the moms and dads would be at the cafe, just having coffee and chit chatting and eating sweets and uh, you know the Italian way. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids would be in the back. And uh, we've been going since uh, so for 51 years. Um, and, uh, you know, it's evolved a lot over the years. The, yeah. the, the, the neighborhood has evolved. <clears throat> the kid, you know, we, you know, we've, we've evolved the kids. And uh, so with us getting older, um, we had to change the way the cafe operated. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went from just a basic cafe to, all right, Enza and my sister, we could drink. So let's get a liquor license. Oh, it was time for me to kind of go away to university. Um, well, maybe my dad's like, maybe you stay. What does it take for you to stay? And I'm like, well, can you build me a dance floor, please? Because I want to okay. go clubbing now. But uh, I'd rather stay, you know, at the cafe and have parties at the cafe because all my friends in the East End were DJs. So my dad's like, OK. No so he way. took on a major renovation, knocked down the entire um, knocked down the entire backyard, garage, everything and built me and my sister, a beautiful dance floor. Wow. Okay. And, and right? let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go back to this. So obviously the, the cafe itself, it was early seventies is my yep. math, right? Yep. Okay. And then you're saying after, after you got a little older and you were going to, uh, you know, you, your parents wanted you to stay and work. So they built you a dance floor in the back of the restaurant. Back well, they didn't the want me to stay and work. They didn't want me to go away to university. They wanted me to stay in Toronto, stay right? In Toronto. Uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always worked. I, you know, we always kind of supported the cafe, but I always worked 
part-time every, you know, other places. The cafe didn't need me back then. Uh, but yeah, he's like, okay, what does it take for you to stay? Build me a dance floor. And he okay. built us a dance floor. Is, is the dance floor still there out of curiosity? Oh yeah. It is. Oh, okay. We All haven't right. had, we haven't stopped having parties since I was 16 years old. So from the age of 16, to the age of 49, yeah. I've yeah. had every birthday party there as long as well as, you know, people from the neighborhood, my friends, uh, corporate parties, weddings, baptisms, whatever. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Uh, that's definitely uh, something. Again, uh, when, when I uh, one of the things I love digging into um, and, and because we're, so, we're members of some of the same local groups here. Uh, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm a huge history buff, even though I, I didn't grow up here like you did. I love hearing the stories. I grew up, uh, just a couple blocks North up in Scarborough. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, anytime we went South of Eglinton, that was like, that was downtown. Anything, yeah. anything, anything, anytime we ever went past bargain Harold's at Victoria park in Eglinton, that was like, Oh, great. We're going downtown. So right. uh, even as a kid, I don't remember very much about going to the Danforth, but I know because my parents were Italian too, uh, that we did have some friends that were uh, family friends that lived down there. So as a kid, you just, you know, they just take you wherever you have to go. You don't, you don't have a choice. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. Again, the fact you guys have been there that long uh, and you've got all these great memories with the cafe. So that basically takes us, I guess, to the present. So that's obviously, you know, not, 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 not necessarily 2022, but I guess, uh, you know, I guess obviously when, when the whole, um, the pandemic, I guess the pandemic shift that, uh, that happened with everybody. And, and, and as you were telling me before we started about, uh, how things shifted with your, with your life, uh, to get to the point where you had to give some things up to, you know, to sort of decide, you know, you got those two roads, you go left or right, and you had to go, you know, one of those roads. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's, uh, I guess, let's, let's talk about that a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, even pre prior to the, the pandemic, right, the for the last 10 years, the the, the neighborhood has been going through huge shifts. And, um, you know, like I said, I had my own life, we had, uh, I had my consulting practice. And so I would just pop in um, to do events, whether it be for myself or for my clients or specifically for the cafe. Um, and I really wasn't focused too. I wasn't focused on it at, at you know at all. Maybe it was like maybe ten percent uh, of my life. And yeah. uh, but you know they were just kind of puttering, you know, uh, puttering around. And 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 but then I really took notice of the fact that wow, we we need to things are not as they you know as they used to be. You know when you get um, our elementary school had shut down, there was no kids in the neighborhood. Um, and that was before the mosaic kind of took over. Um, and now our neighborhood is just thriving. There's kids everywhere. I, we love it. It's going back to what it used to be. Yeah. So we, we felt a bit out of sorts. We're like, where are all the kids? You mm -hmm. know, what happened to all the families that used to come here with their kids? So it was, it, it was, it was a little jarring for us. Um, you know, and that's when we switched over. All right, so we're older now. Let's focus more on the parties. Let's focus more on, you know, pool tables. So we had pool tables brought in and, and whatnot, uh, pool leagues and all of that, you know, so we had to shift. Uh, so constantly shifting the business. Um, and then that kind of stopped and we ended up so fast forward to, you know, just before COVID, um, you know, we started to think about how we could shift the uh 
the uh, the the cafe, and we were talking about doing a, you know a bit of food and and whatnot. Uh, but again, I had my consulting practice. My parents really weren't at that point in their life where they wanted to take on this whole new business model. Um, so uh, we said, I said, you know, let's just leave it for for a bit. We're doing okay. Um, uh, the you know that we still have some great neighborhood support. Uh, people come from all over the province to buy my dad's coffee. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, events were still happening, and then COVID you know came, and um, you know no food, no nothing that we could, nothing that the neighborhood could kind of like sink their teeth into and say, okay, we're going to support you because this neighborhood has been absolutely phenomenal about yeah. supporting all the small businesses along the Danforth. I mean, I don't even know, there are no words really to say about, I mean, uh, the takeout that this neighborhood is, is doing is unbelievable. I know families that are doing takeout, you know, three and four times a week, that's unheard of in other parts of the city, but they do it because they really want to support their neighborhood. So thank you. Um, so we had to decide, um, you know, as a family, what are we going to do? Because we're not going to make it with just, you know, coffees and cocktails. There are no events anymore. So um, my consulting practice was events. Um, part of my practice was events and festivals. Um, the rest of it was uh, recruitment and career counseling and employee engagement. So there was none of that happening. My clients were actually uh, laying off all of their staff. Um, all of my events and music festivals were canceled. <clears throat> well, so were all the others globally. Mm -hmm. So um, I had a choice of whether to go the corporate route. Some of my clients wanted to bring me on corporate. And, uh, but I sat down and sat, you know, with my parents and my sisters and said, you know, this is an opportunity where we can, you know, create a new business model. It's going to take a very big investment on, on, on their part because it's their money that we're working with right now mm -hmm. um, and create, uh, you know, a market, um, uh, a paninoteca, so brand new, all sandwiches, salads, a massive market, um, and a wine shop and a bottle shop. Yeah. So it's something that I've always thought about creating. Um, the older that I, you know, that I got, the less um, I, I ventured downtown, um, you know, been there, done that, and thought I'd love to create something really cozy at the cafe where, you know, you can eat, you can drink. You can hear some great music. We're known for our great playlists. Um, and it's like a one-stop shop, right? Yeah. So I said, you know, this is it. Um, what do you, how do you feel? And, uh, you know, they said, if you think it's going to work, we love the idea because uh, it, it's bringing the neighborhood together. Um, old and new people kind of back to the cafe mm -hmm. and making it a hub like it used to be in the 70s and 80s. And uh, so we started um, immediately, uh, started with creating a great sandwich um, menu, uh, cocktails and a great market and an incredible wine shop that just features Italian uh, natural and organic wines. And we grew, you know, from there. Um, BlogTO did a great article about the family and how we, uh, we evolved. And, mm -hmm. and then we just started seeing this massive kind of influx of people um, coming in. And the first thing I, it's, it's, it was hilarious. Cause the first thing everybody would say when they walk in, they're like, Oh my God, we're so sorry. We've never been here before. We literally live up the street. Can you forgive us? And so, you know, when you hear it once or twice or three times, you know, you're just like, okay, yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming. 
but it was a constant on a daily basis. There were people that just be messaging us and calling us and popping in and apologizing for not being here over the last whatever amount of years. Yeah. And uh, but they're here now and uh, they're family, they're friends. Um, and uh, where, you know, even though it was scary, um, we stuck together as a family and the community supported us. Um, and, uh, you know, we're. Uh, we're we're still going um yeah we were excited to launch you know we're bringing back our pool room and games room uh for january so wow, we're excited great. to launch that yeah. uh, bringing back a pinball machine and jukeboxes and then then we got shut down again yeah yeah there's uh, again there's been so many starts and stops along the way and and the whole thing which again uh, many of the business owners I've talked to uh, in, in, in locally and in other groups that I belong to, um, they're almost sick of, of, of having to talk about, you know, shifting because of the fact that, you know, it's just so hard to, uh, you know, to start and stop, uh, you know, especially, you know, like a, a, a business that, again, it, it, it takes a lot of effort for, you know, for example, you know, the, the bars that uh, one of the local bars that had to, uh, you know, try to get rid of all the beer that they bought, uh, um, yep. I guess, beer part, and food, everything, and, you know. beer and food and, and all this stuff. And, and it just seems to keep happening without any sort of, you know, um, what do you call no, it? Like, uh, uh, there's not a lot of warning that comes. There's, right? there's no um, warning. There, there's no, there's no, there's no protocol. And again, I don't want to get into that because it's probably oh, no, another definitely podcast. Not. That's another podcast. It's another podcast. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it just, it's just, it's one of the reasons that, I, you know, actually me starting this podcast, um, you know, with small business owners specifically is because of the fact that I wanted to, uh, again, obviously get all the great positive stories, everything that you just said uh, is, is, is one of those great reasons. And, and it's one of the great reasons that I've, um, you know, ever since I've lived here, I've always had sort of a, a recommendation list for, for people who've been moving into the neighborhood, because in, in a lot of cases, I'm, I'm very, very lucky in the, in the sense that uh, I'm very often the very first person that someone might meet that, you know, might live in the neighborhood. And as they're moving here, one of the things they ask is, well, you know, how, how do I, you know, how do I get to know if this is a good neighborhood for me? And for me, it's always been, I, I put a few places on, on a, um, on a piece of paper or, or an email and say, here's the places you have to go. And, and, and you guys have always been uh, on that list just because I want to make sure that they experience again, everything that uh, really makes the Danforth experience. And that's sort of, it's, it's, it sounds like a movie, but it's, it's, it's the whole thing about trying to get someone to experience what it's like to live here, even, you know, on their way here so that they really get to meet again, you guys. And that's why I'll stop literally I'll, I'll, you know, and I might not, I might not tell you guys this, but I'll stop on a, I'll stop after a, um, a bunch of home tours in the neighborhood and I'll say, okay, today your job is to go into this restaurant today. I want mm -hmm. you to go over there to that bakery, you know, the next day. And it's, it's literally might like me giving orders to adults, which isn't always, you know, they don't always want to hear that. Uh, but I'll say for you to really get to know the neighborhood, I'm not the only one you need to talk to. You need to go in there. So people will probably come in and ask you questions and you don't even know why they're asking you. Oh, um, no, it's really interesting you say that. It's all part of it. Yeah. 
it's interesting that you say that yeah. because we get a lot of the newcomers in and they say we're told that you know to come in and yes. and, and talk to you about the neighborhood and some um, of those were probably my sendovers. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And yeah. you know, we sit there and we give them the history. I mean, like I said, my dad you know, and my mom, they've been there since 1969. Exactly. Um, and we'll tell them, you know, and even the city of Toronto, they just did um, um, a project about some of the historical landmarks. And uh, we, uh, I spent a lot of time with the city talking to them about what was here. Uh, my dad as well. Yeah. Um, because he even knows, obviously he was here, he knows more and yep. he knows them as friends who was here um, and uh, what they were like and the businesses and whatnot. So uh, the city, I don't know when it's coming up, but when I find out, I'm going to reach out to them. When I find out, I'll let you know. And because uh, it's, it's great. It's just strictly along the Danforth. Um, yeah, but sure. it's, you know, it's nice to, I, and, I, and sometimes I, I just like sitting there and, and talking to my dad about, you know, who was here before. And, and, um, you know, my dad, um, I get, I get it from my mom and my dad about, you know, organizing fundraisers or, or, or organizing events along the Danforth. My dad and a couple of the business owners, two of them started uh, the business association and uh, they each put in $150 and um, they had a Santa Claus parade. And I'm actually going to send you the pictures. Um, I forgot to do a post about it this winter. Yeah. I had all the pictures ready to go, but they had shut down uh, Linsmore um, to Coxwell. Yeah. Or is it Linsmore to Monarch Park? I'm not sure which one, but we had a full, um, you know, Santa Claus with the sleigh, uh, Blinky, the police car. Our, no uh, bands That's That's uh, walking along the Danforth. My sister and I, we were sent as elves. Yeah. It was amazing, right? They had mm -hmm. Christmas lights. And it's interesting how back then with only $150 per business, I think it was only maybe like 10 businesses, uh, 15 businesses at most, um, you could do something like that. Uh, so my mom and my dad really paved the way with uh, um, we even had Christmas lights on on the planters on the trees outside on the Danforth. So um, I I kind of followed their lead and and uh, and 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 ran with it when it comes to um, you know supporting uh, people in the neighborhood or creating fun events. Uh, we just did a uh, uh, a two day Christmas market. I um, I recognize that all not just small businesses are hurting but there are people mm -hmm. that have lost their jobs and had to reinvent themselves yep. so created new businesses um you know professional pastry chefs are now making you know smash cakes at home and cookies and you know so i thought why not do that and we created mm -hmm. a two-day event which was hugely successful i think we had like 500 people come through each day and um part of the money was uh, supporting the red door family shelter um so i'm finding not only uh, ways to um, sh evolve my business, or my family's business, but yeah. also to think to constantly think about ways to support um, others, bring others together um, and support others. Because just when you think you have it bad, there are people that have it much, much, much worse. Well, and again, the, the, I guess the benefit of life experience and, you know, business experience when you, when you've gone through anything where, 
you've had a little bit of success. And this is the reason why I am on a daily basis thanking people more than I probably should be uh, for any degree of, of success I've achieved, especially in this area. Uh, it's because of the fact that other people uh, have decided that, you know, I, I, I you know, I get to meet uh, the right people. I get to in, be introduced to, you know, in my case, someone who's moving here, someone who's moving away yeah. from here, that kind of thing. So for me yep. to, and I think you're in the same situation that when you get to uh, share that stage that, you know, that you've been able to build and in your case, your, 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 your stage is your dance stage. In, in my, in my case, my stage is my podcast stage. Um, but basically when you get the chance to sort of lift somebody else, it's that whole, I guess it's that whole theory of, you know, you, you don't, you don't, a candle loses nothing lighting another candle. Um, Absolutely. That, that, that to me has always sort of been sort of a saying in my head, but I never really understood it until a certain point where I was able to say, okay, maybe I'll able, I'll be able to do something, uh, you know, with just this concept of, of, of starting a podcast, which was something I started in 2018, not knowing anything that was going to be happening, you know, just two short years later, uh, mm -hmm. where it would become almost the, uh, you know, a, a game changer in terms of how I communicate with people. Cause uh, just this morning I was uh, in a, a zoom podcast, like we're doing here, but I was with a person in Georgia, uh, and, and we were, you know, talking about, uh, what life is like in Georgia and just all this stuff that again, has sort of been, uh, stimulated a little bit by the fact that uh, uh, we can't just go everywhere we want to go just yet. I, I really do hope that we can. So again, everything that you've said about, uh, again, you know, the, the, the sidewalk cafe, obviously to me, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's so great that you guys have stuck through everything. Um, so basically, I guess what, what I what I want to do is I want to make sure everyone listening knows a uh, where it is, because again, I'm going to you're you're going to assume and I'm going to assume people have never been there. So let's tell them where it is, uh, maybe, you know, the hours that you're open. Uh, and I guess because uh, people are still doing a lot of ordering online, I, I know that uh, uh, my family has been putting their their time and their money in that. Um, obviously, what would be the best ways? And of course, I'll, I'll also um, have that from you in an email, and I'll make sure it's on the uh, the podcast descriptions, et cetera. But, uh, what, what are the, what are the, sort of, what are the best ways to, uh, to get to you guys? Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're at 1344 Danforth Avenue, um, on, um, right between Lindsmore and Monarch Park. And, uh, we have a Facebook page, TM Sidewalk Cafe, as well as an Instagram page. And, um, you can reach us there. I'm, very active um, on there. You can also reach us on Ritual. Um, that you know, people order online and pick up at the cafe. Right. Um, our website will be launching soon. We're just working on it. Um, we'll we've kind of tried to hold off on Uber Eats and and uh, skip the dishes and DoorDash, but with this with this lockdown, looks like we're going to have to go with it. We don't have people to we're not busy enough we don't have the resources for people to deliver for us so we're going to have to go that route right, right. um and uh, we're open seven days a week uh 10 until 9 30 for now until this lockdown when the lockdown comes back we'll be back to our regular hours um you can find those on our facebook or, or instagram yeah um our uh, our food's incredible our sandwiches are fantastic our charcuterie boards um really tasty everything is fresh and authentic 
Um, we're doing cocktails to go as well. Um, our wine shop is phenomenal. Uh, our wines are exclusive. You can't find them in the LCBO. Um, our market, again, all of our products are from Italy. We also carry some products from um, some of the uh, local uh, vendors um, along the Danforth. And uh, yeah, so, uh, and you'll always hear some great music playing outside. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's us in a nutshell. Uh, Southern Italian comfort food, um, fresh, authentic, and tasty. And, um, you know, just really, you know, good vibes, uh, family feels, you know, good people. We've got a great story. We love our community. Um, and we just thank everybody um, who has supported us over the last 50 years and all of our, the newest members to our family. We think you guys are awesome. And uh, we're happy to have met you all. Well, that's, again, that's a, a wonderful way to wrap up a, a really great podcast. And again, Enza, it's been a pleasure uh, having you on for this episode. And as I've always said before, this is always sort of the, um, I always call the chapters to a book. So basically, if, uh, if there's something that you want to promote in the future, anything you've got coming up, uh, you've got an open door, you know how to reach me, I know how to reach you. And it's uh, uh, pretty simple to set these things up. And I really want to make sure everyone listening, uh, again, put, put it on your New Year's resolution, things to do list. And even if you don't live in the Danforth, this is one of those reasons to visit and check out not just Sidewalk Cafe, but there's so many other things. You'll you'll you will easily spend an afternoon, um, you know, any afternoon of the week, uh, wandering up and down uh, between where where the Sidewalk Cafe is, and uh, you know, any direction, you know, east or west, and 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 you'll run into so many amazing things that uh, you'll have a you'll 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 be glad you did, and it might actually yeah. help you uh, again discover this neighborhood if it's a new one to you, because as as hard as it is to believe. Not everyone's been to the Danforth and, and, and I have these conversations with people and I have to remember that again, people are listening, people who are listening may ne never have heard of me, they may never have heard of you and they may never have been to the Danforth, but hopefully uh, this podcast might change that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you feel like, if you feel like experiencing a bit of nostalgia, yeah. walking into the sidewalk cafe will, will get you uh, feeling that way, all the warm and fuzzies. It's a walking into a, a time machine the uh, the decor has not been changed since the 70s okay. and uh i'm glad that uh, my parents fought me on it when i wanted to do a, a full run i'm so happy that i left it the way it is but the yeah. back of the cafe looks a bit different so you get different feels when you walk through the cafe um so looking forward to seeing all our regulars and meeting um a bunch of new people as soon as this lockdown is over but please feel free to message me online if you have any questions um, about our, our, our menu um, or if you have any questions about the Danforth um, as a whole. Uh, I'd, I'd love to uh, talk about uh, where, where we've come from, where the Danforth has come from. Um, and maybe where we're headed as well. There's a lot of exciting things on the horizon. I, I, I totally agree. You're, you're, you're a great source for that information. So again, yeah. thanks for having, uh, thanks for Thank joining you. me on the show and uh, we'll talk again soon. Take care, Paul. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.